0: Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left
1: I Jerry, mean, Come on the Friends Against Government podcast. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what do you got there? Yeah, I got there you go. I got some
2: some uh, tall boys, high a high life right oh, here. It's Ooh, the champagne affairs. Yeah. Celebration. Life. Yeah, dude. Yeah, every oh, day. Oh, man. Celebration.
1: Every day is the high life. <laughs> every, day. every day. Every day under quarantine is the high life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it good is, way yeah. to look at
2: it. Yeah, absolutely. No, no other way to look at it. How's that That's going so for off.
1: you, Lee? How's that going, at quarantine? You hanging out at home? You enjoying your time?
2: Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, Bert. It's been a very different experience for you and me. I, uh-huh. I feel bad because, you know, I, I mean, I'm in the South and mm-hmm. I'm selling, you know, guns. So I'm busier than ever. I've been outside. I've literally been traveling for work. So I've had to, like, go wow. and stay in different hotels and shit like that. And uh, I feel bad hearing you talk about just being trapped in an apartment bored. in Queens.
1: Fucking bored. Right. But you know what? The government is lying in my fucking pockets right now. So I don't give a shit. Yeah, you can't give argue with that. Because I mean, guess what I'm going to do in three years? Uh, da, 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 drop all my shit and leave New York. <laughs> so you know. give me that know. state money now, baby. If you're stupid enough to yeah. stay here after the shit hits the fan, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I don't yeah. know. Any, I, I feel very much like I don't know anybody anymore
3: when it comes to this shit. Uh, Dude, It's I mean, it's crazy how different the, the experience must be between you know, the South and, and the North. Bored. Like, it, I feel like I'm, I feel like
1: I'm fighting, a, I feel like I'm in Operation Barbaro, oh yeah, I guess I would be a Nazi if that was the case, never mind, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the middle of uh, invading the Soviet Union, I'm very bored, and it's, it, yeah. the t- temperature is unbelievable, the, the variations in weather, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> It's it's miserable. So I'm glad you have work. And Lee. Good for
2: yeah, you. Yeah, I mean it's you know, it's it's been insane. It's been yeah, I uh, bet I bet it's been th- going far. Why do
1: you think that is? Why would people possibly want to buy guns at a time like this? I don't understand. It,
3: it happens every crisis. People just pile in and buy guns. I was like, it it does. I was joking. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was I was well, I was well I just aware.
3: wanted to inform the, the, the listeners. I knew that you were joking. I just want <laughs> to make sure that everyone else knew that
1: you were Look joking. At Look at him, he gets I four misunderstanding so He gets four, he, he four violence. Volleyball wins under his belt, and suddenly he's frisky. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Jesus. Got to make
3: sure, uh, you know. Your head's you know, taking sure up everybody's...
1: the entire frame. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah man it's been something else being here. I'm I'm glad you have work. I'm glad it's been busy for you and it is good to hear that people are buying guns. Is it new people Old? what is the deal? What, what? Yeah,
2: it's uh oh, a lot, lot of, of introductions.
1: People. Is was this a big introductory class into why you need to own a firearm for a lot of people? Yeah
2: for for a lot of people. I was I was talking you know with a, with a buddy about this today and you know we were talking about how this really hasn't been a much of a speed bump for us cuz we're like well shit man, you know I don't know what everybody's freaking out about. Like you know, when we started kind of realizing, uh you know, for lack of a better term, it was like a like a check your privilege kind of moment, because it's like, what are all these people, you know, going insane about? Because that's all anybody's doing is just panic buying all kinds of stuff. You know, we're like, yeah, man, you just, you know, open your safe. That's where you got your guns and your cash and your, you know, your, your fucking gas mask and your your seeds and your, you know, you got your car, you know, yeah. MREs and, you know, I don't know, I, like everybody's just. Taking those first steps kind of to, you know, securing their households or whatever you want to call it. You know, everybody realizes that like, you know, as soon as the grocery store shelves get empty, like you're you're really never any more than like two or three days away from being completely out of shit. As soon as the the trucks stop moving, you know, if if you're not close to a farm or if you don't have some type of reserve of something. Yeah. You know, that's like a tough reality, you know, for for everybody to have to deal with it's man just, i was a, I,
3: uh i was in the you know in the early days uh i was i was just down at the sports store grabbing am like just some more shotgun shells whatever like i had some spare time i was like yeah eh, fuck it like might as well yeah. get some more yeah i mean
2: you don't, you don't need ar-15 ammo so well that's
3: fucking wrecked <laughs> uh no i dude i'm still waiting on to go like you said everybody's like slammed so i'm still waiting on the receiver from from psa yeah. Uh, and then I probably should just go ahead and order the upper kit, uh, because I bet that'll be on a huge delay
2: too, but yeah. you know, P- PSA has good prices, but it, they take forever to ship too. Oh, okay. Is that a known yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. 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 You'll get it. They're, they're credible. It just takes, no, forever. actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure they
3: shipped. I don't, okay. I don't know if they use like the lowest speed. I'm sure they use okay. the lowest speed thing, but I think I got an email like four days ago that they shipped. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, but at any rate, so yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> Lee. Uh, but anyway, I was in, I was in the store. I was, I was getting, I was just getting some ammo for the, for my shotgun. And, and uh and there was a lady in there who looked good, co- just completely lost. Like, you know, probably mid forties, just like soccer mom, kind of lady. I'm like at the counter and she's just like looking at me. And she's like, can you help me? My husband told me to get a shotgun, you know, like, and, and like, she has no, idea. she's like, I don't even like guns. I don't like guns. And he, he doesn't, she's like, neither of us own guns. Yeah. So I had to like walk her through the whole thing, but it was,
2: it was a really weird, uh, really weird moment. Like, that's um, crazy. And it's, it's yeah. been a really big red pill for a lot of people. Cause yeah, you know, we get people coming in and uh, like, you know, I was, uh, there's a big difference between this like gun rush and the Sandy hook gun rush. Cause I, mm-hmm. you know I was doing this back then too. And during the Sandy Hook gun rush, everybody who was buying guns was like gun owners. Yeah. it was already already people who knew what kind of what the deal was. Right, and and this is a lot of people who aren't even of the like gun side of society. People, right, who, right, because Sandy
3: Sandy Hook wasn't a threat to people. It was it was a it was a threat to gun owners because of the reaction. This is like a right. threat,
2: to, a potential threat to people. Right. Yeah, so, so yeah, every, everybody's really you know kind of going crazy as far as you know rushing in and you know a lot of people are flabbergasted at the amount of bureaucracy that's involved the level of paperwork and all that kind of stuff and it's like what do you want me to tell you guys like you voted for this yeah right do you do do living what you want it
1: do you sell out of every state i mean obviously the states where you can sell like what where is the concentration of gun buyers is it just all across the country
2: yeah most uh most states like you know we won't do business you know like california obviously yeah right of course Uh, you know, anywhere that makes it like real difficult, we kind of skip. But yeah, I mean, all 50 in states. Cities? In cities uh, in, and
1: like mostly concentration of cities where you're selling these or who like I'm yeah, just, curious to, yeah, know who, I'm just curious to know who was uh, like, we need a gun for this situation. You know what I mean? Because I can't imagine yeah. it was the people who are already kind of in the rural areas who already got their guns, who already got their safe. I, like, I feel like I could have stood to be more prepared in this situation <laughs> more than most other people, someone in a big city. Yeah,
2: it's been. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's been a gut check. Uh, in some ways, I mean, I definitely, definitely didn't have what you know I probably would have wanted to have in terms of like PPE, like gloves and and respirators and things like that. Yeah, we didn't think you we know? didn't
1: think disease. Whenever you hear about yeah. uh, collapse and boogaloo, nobody ever threw out, hey, what about disease? We really never. Right, right, really
2: considered- and I had, um, you know, I had you know like a box of gloves and a couple N95, like 3M uh, mm. face masks and you know, like a, a military, like pro mask, like an M40, but definitely was not prepared for like a, a protracted, mm-hmm. like hey, everyday life you're going to need to be. Yeah. Eight, I know, was going to like, say you weren't prepared for
1: eight weeks of a daily basis of this shit. Right. What, are, what are your <laughs>
2: thoughts, Lee, on
3: masks? Because this is, this has been a, a absolutely interesting wrinkle in a, particularly like Liberty Twitter on mask opinions. Yeah. And it's, it's, I've just seen like some very like, my to 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 kick things off, mine is I just don't give a shit really, and like yeah. I, I I didn't give a shit a, a year ago. I won't give a shit in a year. Like it just kind of is what it is. Wear it if you want. Don't wear it. Right. I don't care. I recognize the anonymity things, like, but I just don't care. Like I just don't. want do want. Don't want to wear it. Right. Mask. right. And I yeah. see people are like viciously on on one side or the other. Like w- that blew me away.
2: That blew me out of the water. What a, What are your thoughts yeah. on? It? I think I I probably agree with you. I like on an individual level. I don't. You know, wear a mask and, mm-hmm. you know, I think that for a lot of people, it's like a security blanket kind of thing. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like if, you know, if you know what these masks do or what they're capable of, you know, they mitigate some risk factors, but yeah. not at all. So there's some false criticisms where people are saying like, hey, this, you know, this doesn't do anything, which right. is not the case, but right. it, it's also not a know, cure-all. Right. It, it's not like a, a, a cure-all exactly, like you said. So, right you know if you I, I really think that it depends and this is what's been troubling to me about this whole situation is from a a risk management crisis management like governmental standpoint the lack of ability to like be nimble in decision making right. and be, you know yeah, be, it's crazy. Be, be willing to say that like okay like, like for example like if i lived in queens i would probably wear a mask yeah I'd, maybe I'd, I don't live in a like an apartment building, I don't live in multi-unit yeah. housing. I don't have to deal with things like a subway or public right. transit. So it's like situationally dependent if I was going to be densely packed with people all day, which is Sorry, Bird. Maybe I'm wrong, but I've I've never been to New York. That's just how I picture it. No, this yeah. is like this
1: is precisely why I am a big mask believer because of everything right. you just said. So, right. at least like, like, I th-
2: think that that makes total sense. Like, if yeah. I were in your position, I would be wearing a mask. Right. And right. in my and, position,
1: and, and guess what, Lee, I'm in my position, <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. I wear the mask. And I have once said to anybody who's not in my position, "Hey, you need to be wearing a mask." I don't understand right. why this is such a conversation on Twitter for people. It's,
3: yeah, it's amazing. crazy. Yeah, it, it blew me. It right. absolutely blew me away.
0: If the context for hating masks is you don't like that they're mandatory, I, I get that. Sure. If your knee jerk reaction is to say, you know what, fuck this, I'm not wearing a mask, come arrest me, cool. Um, if you just hate masks because, like, I don't know, I, I, t- I, I posted about this uh, yesterday or the day before. Like, it's the conservative cognitive dissonance that you. You hate the fact that you'll be fined and arrested for wearing a mask, yeah. but you love the brave police that'll find and arrest you. <laughs> right. Therefore, yeah. you hate right. the mask. Right. Like yeah. but, uh, I
2: don't know. Right. Yeah, and the, the inability of you know public officials and government officials to not really, you know, like there's just no end. Indiv- like, 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 it's just too much. Like, the federal government is heavy-handed with this. Some of these states are way too heavy-handed, in my opinion.
0: My town is heavy-handed
2: really what what do they have going on um it's mandatory all, they're all just hanging time. out outside Aaron's house
1: yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> just waiting specifically way nobody way else for
1: me to slip. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's,
3: it's, it's, <laughs> it's so funny
1: because i look at i look at new york and i go man i'm glad we're still closed down everybody seems to be okay with this but then i look over in wisconsin which thank god that got struck down by the supreme court and i go that does that's crazy why would you ever lock you like i'm in lockdown looking at other states going yeah you guys Probably don't need to be doing all that. Well, yeah, no, I mean, and, then, think- and then they're like, "Oh, they had a they had a massive
0: increase in cases," but like, what's a massive increase from like ten? Yeah, like and there's Idaho also plenty whatever. of
1: places after the opening that had not a massive. It, like Georgia had ten cases in a day. That was yeah. their that was their like few days after opening. They the, their highest was ten cases. It's like I don't yeah, think there's any some, rhyme or reason or no, model. This that- is a state by state, and I would even argue perhaps county by county issue. Which should yeah, be a fucking is, slam sure. dunk for libertarians. Should be a slam dunk, but for some reason we all get a fucking bitch and moan about it, like you, but so I like you. I think
3: the I think the most interesting thing is the correlation, and it, this is a chicken and egg thing, right? But the correlation between the uh, fatality rates and the lack of locking anything down. I mean, like Texas and Florida and and a lot of these like southern states that that really have been on the forefront of of reopening or never locking down in, in a really, really heavy-handed way in the first place, even though like Texas is huge. Texas has a lot of people and and a lot of now it's not New York. Like Houston's not New York, D- Dallas is not New York, um, Austin's not New York, San Antonio's not New York, but they're not, they're not like these rural podunk towns that people might envision when when you know houston's like what the third biggest city in the in in the in the country um and you know and it's not exactly spread out i mean it's pretty dense or you know in an urban uh area um but you know all of us in the south have been doing great and and we're the least locked down and you just wonder are we the least locked down because we never got really out of hand or is there a tie between not locking down people, getting people out, maybe perhaps getting sun, perhaps getting air who, you know, whatever, you know, purpose right. uh, reasons you want to say, but I mean, that's, I, that's been a, a shocking thing is that the, the worst states are the worst, the ones that are, that are the most locked down. Is it chicken and egg? I, I guess maybe, but um you, you know, can't. I don't I know. Because I, I was
1: gonna say you can't really use that one for New York, considering we were one of the first. There may be some other states you could go chicken and egg for, like Wisconsin. I think is a good example of that. Like there's, yeah. a, Wisconsin saw everyone else and went, oh holy shit, now we got to lock down forever. When there's really no reason, there's no yeah. real reason. Yeah, there's some states that jumped the gun, but you can't say that about New York. I mean, what are we we were the third state to be like, oh we have a case. I think it was well, Washington. Well, we
3: literally started our decline in fatalities the day that we figured that, that, that we unlocked like it's been I, on can't, a I, I
1: wonder if there's a correlation I, I maybe there is I don't know ma'am and we don't know about I we thought it was temperature right but I, well, but I I don't mean, know yeah, yeah. You know, I'm
3: sure there's a lot of things you it's know,
1: probably a lot like, of th- it's probably a lot of things
3: it's got or be. it could just be one thing and we should obsess over it for six or twelve months that would that, would that one
1: thing perhaps maybe have crept out of a perhaps a lab some, in Alberta sort of lab Canada in, uh, perhaps
3: western canada maybe
1: yeah maybe <laughs> somewhere in western canada maybe yeah like alberta perhaps maybe the twombly medical you know about the twombly medical center
3: you know i this. think i heard about that was yeah, hugo yeah. valentine involved yeah yeah
1: hugo valentine was.
0: A,
3: <laughs> yes I can't get into this all okay, right, well, all right. This
1: you're right and you know what one day we'll get into it okay one, one day. day we will but no I'll need to one day right now. not right now we'll get to it eventually oh boy yeah it's a real it's a real confusion um Again, I'm kind of still, I'm. it's f- so weird. I never w- would have imagined I said this. I'm okay with being home still. Like, I'm all good. I'm glad everybody else is starting to open up. Y'all are okay, except for you, Aaron. But, you know, I like how you, Aaron, you went from a homeless to getting a great job, of course, with, with Go Fuck Yourself Industries. And now you're quarantined and Go Fuck Yourself Industries, as I've heard, is furloughing you. Which Oh, Aaron, I
0: got some news for you, buddy. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah? Oh, Me boy. and the lady both tested negative. Oh, yeah. Wait, I so you said she tested positive nice so she's over it and i guess i just never got you it all right oh, wow. my,
1: my immune system made it ah, bitch. so that might make that's your furloughing good. that would make your furloughing a little easier then which again aaron if you're furloughed you don't you don't work for that company anymore and really you don't have a contractual place no I'm, I'm not
0: furloughed it. i'm still getting paid that's the thing that's why i love that's that's why i like dj is still I'm,
1: paying you at a time like this <laughs> This is
0: got to have a chat with DJ. Yeah, that's unbelievable. My, my side job, my side job that's full, that's full time. Your side job. your uh, side full your, your time job. Your side job. The side full time job that trade. I moonlight at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still paying me full time. Yeah, it's
3: really <laughs> ironic. You really this this couldn't have gone any worse for us, Bird. Not only is he still getting paid, but he's locked into a house legally.
1: Wow. <laughs> I didn't even
3: think about that. That is yeah, that's tremendous. Crazy. Hey, you want to hear how how fucking retarded I am? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Every day. I thought Lee was a <laughs> clean shaven bird. Uh huh. Yeah, you thought you thought. Well, you know what? Lee and I have do share a pretty strong resemblance. I would say, and yeah. I, I think just well, because we're
2: both we're both Guidex individuals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh like, my just,
1: god! <laughs> well, fantastic. I just see this
0: Italian guy on my computer. I'm like, that's Bird. Fostrovia, Yeah, cuz I have got
2: like a quarantine like like uh, you know barbershops have been closed. Oh yeah. So, I mean, you got I'm, great I'm hair.
1: You'd have great You're hair great. Actually, Your hair you looks guys, shockingly like good. My hair. Oh yeah, you I see you got a haircut car. How yeah, was it? Now, now okay. That's exciting cuz I yeah. haven't gotten a haircut in oh, yeah. however many months and I'm starting to Fabio out. I have looked very mm-hmm. sexy, but I, now I don't want to bring that up on here, but car haircuts. Were you afraid about having your head touched by the hacking no. old man from probably somewhere in Eastern Europe who definitely no. had No, but you're actually surprisingly
3: close. Course, no, I'm not.
1: Like of that. course I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, it's, not even it, it's always that guy. It's, he was. Yeah. I, I walked into a barbershop and, and there was only one guy in there and it was that guy. And uh, <laughs> you know, he was very, very, um, he was very like kind of kind of old and frail and hunched uh, over and I camped, in. come let me cut your hair car yeah exactly i like that he and, knows uh, you by your twitter moniker
1: by the way yeah.
3: that's great and uh and uh so i walk in i'm like you know i don't have a mask on right and uh, uh, he has he has a mask on and uh, i'm thinking about it i'm like man i'm and this guy's probably 70 i'm like man am i kind of being a jackass here like yes, i had never really are. thought about it See? I just been kind of here it is he would have gotten the, lynched it is
0: in my neighborhood that is that is right the, really oh my god there would be like Four thousand Karens lined up. Oh like, my god! Ready to- I love it. Well, I well, love you, the, the context. I it love does get them. a little
3: bit worse. So I'm sitting there, and he's cutting my hair. He's got me faced away from the mirror, so I'm facing the room. And this is a little hole in the wall, uh, uh place, you know, in a, in a little old, kind of half abandoned strip mall. I, it was the closest place that I could find <laughs> that was actually open, and I had never been there before. So I'm I'm sitting there. I'm facing away from the mirror, so I'm facing towards the center of the room and then two a, a, an older couple probably I don't know you know in their 60s or 70s walks in they both have masks they sit down right in front of me so I have to stare at them the entire time they're staring at me like judging watching and I'm sitting there with no mask and this poor old man is cutting my hair and I'm like god man I, I feel I, I did honestly feel like a little bit of a dick at that point he could have told uh, you to
1: leave though he could have told you to leave and no exactly
3: that's what I thought. I thought I, I, I was like he would have told me and I tipped him I tipped him really big oh, like, nice. I, because I knew he'd been out because of work because you I, like, knew
1: I, this is amazing you don't care about wearing the mask but you tipped him really big because you know that if you were carrying you could have killed him that's
3: it
2: <laughs> yeah yeah put this <laughs> with <towards> your copay <laughs> for your troubles old man that's
1: amazing yeah, yeah now that's got to be cognitive dissonance of one kind or Maybe. another car yeah, I I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's great to- i well i mean you, you two have proven stubbornly negative towards this disease so you're probably mm-hmm. fine and he got a great tip yeah. Uh, that's good. So, you got your hair all cut up, cleaned up. Aaron, I'm sure you look just horrible, World. Aaron, huh? Yeah. Your beard. Yeah, I, my
0: beard is like taking over my face. Yeah, mm. it's probably my, horrible. Uh, it, well, you saw me uh, last episode. Yeah, I can't
3: even imagine what it's like now. Yeah,
1: ever since that. I mean, you were crusty it's the last time downhill. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm going
0: to shave my head. <laughs> no, please don't. Do something. No, you going. should, man. You shave should.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: shave That's my head. Good. Keep the big, burly beard.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, there's never been a better time. Get a tattoo. For, for start riding a well. Harley. <laughs> start hating black people.
0: Start. Jesus <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's... laughs> Christ.
1: I'm just kidding, just this kidding. is a GFY. Just send your e- emails over to GFY. Lee, uh, uh, give me some commentary on something. I want to take us away from, no, Um, no, I got the thing, I got the thing, Lee, oh, believe me, I got the thing, and I'm going to hit you with it in just a second. There's been,
3: I like that Lee was like completely willing to just take off in some direction.
1: I need to hear Lee, because Lee is, listen, Lee, I don't know if you know this, but you are one of my favorite posters on Twitter.
2: Oh, yeah. I did not know that.
1: You are, you're one of my favorite posters on Twitter, and the reason why is because you have a very similar sense of humor to me. And one of the things that you seem to find funny, as funny as I do, and maybe I'll introduce it this way, in a few months, we will have yet another crisis, and it's going to be the election. Yeah. And as it stands right now, and I've been asking this on every episode we've done because there's so little to talk about, but this character remains such an interesting character. Joe Biden (laughs) is likely going to be the next president of these United States of America if Donald Trump doesn't get elected.
3: Right.
1: What... What's Lee's thoughts on this when Lee sees him when Lee sees <laughs> memes about him? Did you see the meme of Joe Biden sniffing Stacey Abrams' hair? Did you see that one?
2: I don't think I did. I just okay. Joe Joe Biden is a is a Futurama character. He, oh my god, that's a great way to put it. Jesus.
1: Like Farnsworth?
3: <laughs> but but yeah. like, like a mix, like it's yeah, just yeah, that, like, that type of Yeah, you're right. Man, I never Like, like
2: every that everything having to, the reason there's nothing to talk about is because you know, th- this is all just a a simulated hyper reality at this point. Yeah, like it's 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 all too far gone Correct. to even care about. Like Correct. like you you open Twitter, you open george Report, whatever, and it's it's over. Like, that's it. It's over. It's It's, it's almost
3: it's almost become unrelatable. Like, like there used to be there used to be words to describe things. But like, for instance, that that thing today where where Biden like came out and said that he came came up with a nickname for Trump and it was like, oh, no,
1: oh, yeah, Yeah. president.
3: It's like, I don't I don't think I have a word in the English language for what I feel. (laughs) That that
1: was. That tweet of yours no, was the first tweet I saw when I woke up this morning. I, I saw I just, I Joe just Biden set like, sa- announces. It said, "There has to, God. to be
2: like a got to be a German word that doesn't translate for yes, something right, like exactly. you see it, and it's like on one hand you care about this so much that you just want to scream and go apeshit, yeah. But on the other hand, you can't be bothered to even give it a second. But thought. all is lost, so, <laughs> so you can't. Right. You can't waste right. your time, right? The, the, the entire thing, the whole thing is like. Just a weird game of girls before swine.
1: That's (laughs) that, that one of the, I I think this is from Family Guy. This is one of the earlier seasons of Family Guy. Maybe one of the best quotes from that show ever. It comes off of a television and it goes, uh, I wouldn't be so apathetic if I wasn't so lethargic. And I, (laughs) that's, that's how I
3: feel about
1: pretty much living (laughs) right now is I would try and care if I wasn't so goddamn tired. I I
3: don't (laughs) know what, like what, there's just so many, it, it, it's it, too much it going just on. sparks so many questions that I care so little
2: about. Yeah. yeah well, well, the yeah. And the threshold for things that get a reaction is, is increasing so rapidly that like <laughs> yeah. the, the news really has to come up with like the most outlandish end of the world. You won't believe this, like buckle up kind of headlines. And then they mean nothing. You know, it's, it's, it's meaningless. And it's like, Oh man, Joe Biden does this. And it's like, OK, he's a weird guy. I get it. He has no policy positions. He's useless. The end. You know, it's, it's over for the Democrats.
1: I, I want to know if news organizations, especially news organizations posting online, are taking a hit right now, because do you remember Murder Hornets? Do you remember that? That was a yeah. story for yeah. maybe two days, The murder, <laughs> the Murder Hornets. I have this sick feeling that the media is like our doctor. And it just keeps touching that valve, that little drip uh, of, I don't know what it is, but the little drip of morphine, that's what it is. Little morphine drip and, and, and murder hornets was like little morphine drip, tiny morphine drip, just a little bit of something. And, uh, <laughs> it's, and I feel di- like I'm dying. I re- I saw on Twitter again on Twitter, you know, how I gauge most people's reaction to shit is on Twitter, which is not great, but on Twitter, you, I, I saw this thread where people were getting mad about... It, it really felt like old times. I think people were getting mad that a woman was cooking for her husband. I think it was something like this, right?
2: Right, Which totally the, reasonable thing. Reasonable, right? oh, yeah.
1: Very reasonable. And, you know, that would... You know, I like to cook, so I don't... You know, gender roles to me, whatever. If you want to be the woman who cooks, cool. What do you think? You'd be like, hey, that's sweet. Somebody's cooking for someone else, right? The rage was unbelievable. The rage was unbelievable. Unbelievable, and you would think, at like it used to be, you would get cycloned into it. You know, you'd get cycloned into that rage machine, and and this time, I just scrolled through the comments, oh my god, she's, you know, the patriarch, all this stuff, and I just scrolled through, and I went, mm-hmm, yeah, I guess I could see where you're coming from, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, and I closed the app, and I don't think I've turned the app back on. <laughs> <laughs> since that time and right and, and,
2: there's, and there's no reason to no you know? there's, there, mean, there's there's no reason to
1: there's it's there's no reason to do it I there's just nothing going on on Twitter that I need to know I know I'm gonna be in my house in however many days from now and then you know we'll, we'll check it out from there it's pretty much how that goes
2: well, well right and, and and we're at a point now where it's it's sad because the I I, I don't know I, I think the only reason people get upset when they see something on Twitter like that where you see you know one of these like Trad Types of situations where it's like, hey, I made a waffle today for my husband. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you going back into Wafflegate? I was going to say Wafflegate <laughs> was on Twitter too. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, you get the Democratic group, uh, huh. you know, Blue Waffle comes out and they huh. got something to say about it. Yep,
1: yep, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, somebody needs to make a fake Democrat uh, blue check account. Like, oh, like, yeah. whatever, that, whatever that page is, we, we are titans or whatever it is, that fucking Democrat page that's all under every single Bernie post. Like, you're a goddamn saint, we love you. We need to come up with Blue Waffle, which just, like, <laughs> blows up. These, these obscure democratic, like like Eric Sar like Eric Sarr, you remember Eric Swalwell? Do you remember no, him? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, we need to blow yeah. that guy's, like, account up. I don't want to say him up because that guy will blow me up. <laughs> <laughs> right. We need to right. blow that guy's yeah. account up, like, be like, yeah, Eric Swalwell, fine for the people, the blue yeah. waffles, let's go. <laughs>
2: Yeah, people get upset, man. People get mad seeing like a a a person cooking for someone else, like like well, gender wild. roles, wild. feminism, whatever aside. And I really think that like the left, like the blue team, like the really gets upset seeing someone who's not like a trendy corporation providing services for someone else. Mm.
1: <laughs> and you know what, though, I mean, at least the, the ones who are consistent also get mad at the corporations. <laughs> Just doing, doing nice, doing nice, uh, doing nice for anybody. What do you, least. what
3: do you, what do you mean by that, though, Lee? Like, like, are you talking about like local? Yeah, like,
2: like, like you know, like the idea of someone doing something nice, like, like. You oh know, yes, okay. It, it, yeah, it doesn't have to be like a wife, but let's say a wife makes a sandwich for something, you know, in a in a voluntary. whatever or a marriage or a relationship or you know any any voluntary arrangement, whatever. I think the left sees that and they're like, oh man, like you know, that's insane. That lady's so fucking oppressed. Like who would ever want to make a sandwich for somebody? Like who would ever do something nice? All I do is consume shit. You know, I get Uber eats to my door or I get bite squad. Is that that
3: what it is? You think, Uh,
2: I think it's a factor uh, for some people, like for the people on the fringes of it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I mean, I'm going to take a bold stance
1: here and say, I think it's factorless. I think it's just mm. completely meaningless, and I think
3: I
2: reject that opinion. Do, oh, I God will. Oh. I will agree that the the ah, upset upsettedness over it is meaningless, but because ultimately, like, but that, that's like the duality of man, though, right? Like it's like a sandwich. You're going to eat a million sandwiches in your life. Probably a mm-hmm. mil-
1: billion. Yeah, probably a billion.
2: Yeah. Right. You know, uh, like t- it depends on, of course, whether you know how Italian you are. <laughs> that's right. Anywhere yeah. between. That's right. Like, like, Car might eat 300,000 sandwiches. Yeah, of course. Seven or eight sandwiches <laughs> yeah. in my Seven or eight. eight you know, I might eat six million, you know, yeah. something yeah, like six that. Six million. So, Prasada. Yeah. Germans Babagool. are not big sandwich eaters, you know, No, Germans, not,
1: a, not big sandwich users. Pumpernickel, not a thing. Let's continue. Right.
2: Yeah, so, so like, you know, the, the sandwich <laughs> itself might Wunster. be meaningless, but, like, you don't know why this person is making that person a sandwich. You know, maybe they That's had a right. bad day. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to make somebody feel good. Maybe it's an act of compassion. You know, shit's tough. Everybody's maybe they're just mean. making a fucking sandwich.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't you have think to mean the, the, something. The group but- that talks the most about not making structural assumptions about things, it would be the one to yeah, go, you know sense. what? It has
3: to make a lot of structural assumptions.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, maybe that person wants to make that sandwich for that person. But of course, you know, the patriarchy is a pernicious system, much like the state, Lee. And what I would tell you about right. a pernicious that's system, true. of course, is you don't even... It's it's called repression, Lee. It's, it's, yeah, it's, right. it's you, don't so you don't even... You don't even know you're oppressed. That's right. You don't even realize you're oppressed until, of course, what? Red pill. Oh, wait, no. Different group. Never mind. It doesn't <laughs> well, make any fucking well, it's like sense, murder. You
2: don't even realize they're a threat until there they are. That's right. Um. Right, right at your right. doorstep. That's right. Murder hornets. <laughs> if I could, it's right inside your mask. What, what I yeah. in your
1: mask. what I could share about the patriarchy that I've learned is the way that people who talk about the patriarchy think about it is the way that I talk about the state, and so as, as if I, I can at least understand that uh, overwhelming, uh, uh, ever wandering fear. Of uh, power systems, I can totally understand it. Totally understand it. Sandwiches? Perhaps not, although they are delicious and if you can make a good sandwich, you probably have more power in the community than someone who can't. But Uh, when
0: we're analyzing patriarchy in the same way of the state, we come to vastly different conclusions.
1: That is odd, right? You know, I'm willing to go, oh, patriarchy sure it exists. It's also a part of the state. Boom. Let's lump those two together. Let's get rid of them together. But no, it doesn't seem to work that way. It usually seems to be that cops... Uh, Enforce laws instituted by regimes, you know, which claim to be dismantling the patriarchy. And I can't think of things more patriarchal than police. I just can't. They're like...
3: That's a good point. They're like
1: really aggressive fathers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They are really aggressive. Really Really aggressive
1: fathers, maybe fathers who... Don't care about your pets and kill them at any time. Don't care about yeah. your spouse and kill them at any time. But a fatherly figure, one who we should trust, because ultimately he has our best interests in mind. Am I correct, gentlemen?
3: Yeah, I think that's
1: actually... I don't know, I think... I think there's... Leah's <laughs> like, you know what, there might... I don't know, there might be more to it, but I think you put it together very simply. <laughs> <succinctly."
0: laughs> I actually had a uh, very fruitful conversation with a... F- um, pretty far left transgender person on Twitter. Oh,
1: I thought you were gonna say far left transgender cop. I was like, you had an experience. That's
3: fun. Ooh, oh, yeah, to go. yeah, fill us in. Did,
0: did you? Did I, you I, I've, I've had that conversation. Did you it build any bridges, Aaron? <laughs> did you build bridges? Uh, a little bit. With yeah. so, that's good. I like um, to hear. You it. Were, Lee was talking earlier about how you know pe- people on the people on the blue team. They don't, the only thing that really appeals to them is if something's pushed by like a a really catchy corporation, really Mm. trendy corporation. Mm. And I, and it, that kind of applies to, um, you know, the LGBT movement as well. Um, I can't think of any modern LGBT figure that isn't completely corporate um, spoon fed marketed. Like, you know, I'm, just, on, I'm and, and honestly
1: I'm trying to come I'm trying to argue with you here and I'm I'm thinking. And
2: but, uh, Well the T stands for trendy. Of course. That's, <laughs> yeah, I guess.
0: Good point. You better so be, I, I was gonna I, say, I,
1: Lee, you better be careful. You're gonna have a lot of, <laughs> if yeah. somebody here, somebody hears that one, you're gonna have a lot of angry people sending you messages. It was one uh, of those
0: things that started off hostile. Uh-huh. I was like, so because that's you did, because you yeah, started yeah, course, that obviously you you're you, you yeah. swinging <laughs> that. you're swinging <laughs> for the bat. yeah, <laughs> yeah. um uh. i i asked him like um when did when did being lgbt go from rebelliousness to like wanting to be accepted the new like, wanting to be a model american citizen Boy, like when George. did that happen and more specifically when did that happen for the trans movement because mm-hmm. I mean you got to figure like drag queen not not the transgenders and drag queens are the same thing but there's some overlap there and those have always been like a rejection of you know fitting in of being a model citizen of it was all about rebelliousness and saying fuck you and um doing their own thing building their own communities just like just like gays and lesbians did fucking 50 years ago um
3: i, I like the way brought aaron into tiptoe these delicate social uh, i, I was th-
1: just thinking there's this hegelian dialectic thing going on where as i've started to move more left we've brought aaron in who's much more <laughs> on the right fill in the void <laughs> and you're you've always been kind of a centrist to the right kind of a guy on this show and now we got aaron in here who's on the right i really like this this is interesting well, I, I don't even... Th- I, I might be to the right of you, but... You're much I've more to the right, right of me, yes. <laughs> I think you're to the right of Carr as well, just because you care more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just...
0: I mean, I, I... Like like I said, I started off hostile, but I was, like, genuinely interested.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you're right, and, and I've been working on this thing. I don't want to call it a book. I've been working on this thing with a friend of mine. Uh, it's a... We're putting together some sort of a political anthropology of some kind, and... Hmm. I think in, in to answer that question of yours, where did that start? I think it's probably the same kind of process that has occurred throughout every other justice movement from you know unions, yeah. anarchists, everything. Every justice movement that's ever existed eventually was commodified and commoditized and sold as a product with an image. Uh, yes. That's it. That's why, I but, think.
0: But is that where the transgender rights... That's where activated. everything... Was that the starting point? No, it wasn't no starting point no. for gays and lesbians.
1: None of this is grassroots movements. Don't start by being commoditized ever. And I don't think the trans movement is. I. I mean, I think it's a grassroots movement, like most movements tend to be. A few people who go together and go, hey, we're not being treated well, and they decide to organize together. I think most movements are grassroots. But the minute you become marketable,
3: yeah, then you get just co-opted.
1: You co-opted yeah. completely and. Now, I don't know if many of the people who listen to this show will like the conclusions that me and my co-writer come to, but um, I think that's where it starts. No, I know you won't, Carr. Uh,
3: (laughs)
2: But I don't you do like them. Don't know what they are. Don't like them. Like, I mean, for a starting point, as as far as this goes, I mean, assume we're talking about purely American. uh, We are, which we
1: are. Our theory (laughs) is limited purely to the American politic.
2: I mean, where, where do you see the Stonewall riots fitting into that?
0: Um, that's. I think that's mostly the gay community, though. If you, I, I guess, if you want to, we talking about trans in,
1: specifically and not LGBT. Yeah yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah,
0: yeah, that's. what I'm saying. Like, LGBT is looked at as like, like. I I hate to bring it back to the Dave Chappelle stand up, but it's looked at as one like amalgamous blob yeah. of interchangeable right. people. Which it's not even, but it's,
1: it's a little odd. No, not even a little bit. There's trans. I mean, there's trans, right, trans, left, trans, down, trans, up. Tra- I mean, everything. There's all okay. kinds of people within the movement, um, which is just a justice movement. Like all others. I mean, they these kinds of movements don't exist. This has been a thing I've been thinking about for a while too, is the LGBTQ movement is a justice movement. It's not an identity movement. It's pushing justice. The identities will fade away once the justice is, you know, acquired, um, but it'll well, fade yeah, away yeah, he he didn't still still assimilate into
0: what's the um, the model American citizen. That's what makes them fade well, away. Well, like,
1: again, and again, I really you're really tiptoeing on the political theory here. I mean, this is the point is that there is a combination of this commoditization factor and the model American citizen. Some sort of think about the way the NFL has combined, you know, the state and, and I mean, almost worship of the state. It's ridiculous with this. Yeah high-value product, products all over the place, American flags on every single uh, 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 helmet and and outfit, when, you know, they got military outfits. So that is a particular area where you see these two entities, whatever they are, this commoditization entity. This is not my theory, by the way. This is my friend's theory. I'm just helping him. Uh, This commoditization thing and this nationalism thing come together and form that. I think, inevitably, when you commodify... You also nationalize. You have to because they're kind of interchangeable. I know this is Chomsky-esque, but I mean there's no other way to yeah, really hand in hand. look uh, at yes, this. Yeah, the model sure. American citizen we has, are. has
2: to be someone that can be marketed By- to. Why wouldn't you
3: piggyback the nationalism? I mean, uh, other people 100%. have already spent so many billions of dollars doing, you know, uh, uh, spreading nationalist propaganda for hundred years, two hundred, you know, two hundred fifty years. And I would why even go. I would piggyback. It?
1: All I would say is to change that word you use from piggyback to hop the lily pad. And the reason why I say that is because, in my mind, there is no progression forward unless you go in that system. Uh, It's not like a piggyback where once you're on the piggy, you're riding the piggy. You're know, you on the piggy until he kicks you off. The lily pad more like think to commodify, you must nationalize. To nationalize, you must commodify. You hop, 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 hop. Any minute you stop doing one, you don't do the other and you fall into that river. That's been what I've seen so far. And inevitably, every movement that seeks rights consciousness and social justice has fallen to this before, will fall to it again. I don't know. I, I have no answer to you, Aaron. I don't know as far as the time frame. I would say somewhere along the line, I I jokingly said the new romantic period, which I guess would be the eighties in England is probably the period of time when the trans movement sort of starts to commodify and be commercialized. Not that many of those people were trans per se. However, it started to normalize a lot of the topics and imagery and things like that. I'd say probably somewhere around then. And, uh, people like boy George make a lot of fucking money, dude. So, you know, it becomes very marketable very quickly.
3: Do you think bird that, that some, to some degree, the nationalization is, is, um, Kind of uh, spurred on by the fact that outlier groups are often uh, kind of like demonized as anti-American, and so you almost adopt the 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 nationalism as like a cover.
1: Yeah, I would say that's a necessary component. Hundred percent. Yeah, I would say, and this is why another thing that I think is is there are certain radical groups that never go away communists for example they never go away they never commoditize obviously otherwise they stop being communists there are certain right, groups,
3: that's an there's certain interesting
1: <laughs> there's certain groups that reject certain notions that this particular system has that allow those groups to stay who they are without commodifying obviously there are <laughs> you know you buy a che Guevara t-shirt commodified so yeah there th- but the ideology isn't so the people who hold that particular ideology are I guess not able to be infected immune to the particular commodifying and nationalizing force. They're immune to it. They have their own things, but they're immune to it. Again, I don't know what that means or where it puts us, but this is an ideological thing that I think people take up and mask in order to advance in society. Some people are genuinely hegemonically taught into believing the supremacy of this particular system through the school system, through the prison system, through any number of things that we just go through you know, sort of without realizing the underlying power factors that come along to it, I, I, I think has something to do with it. Um,
2: I mean, do you, do you view that as a legitimate advancement of the cause
1: of, of the cause of what?
2: Yeah, like like you said like it's a it's a justice movement, right? So
1: No, I don't because I don't support nationalism or the state and so I don't. And I don't think anybody who plays ball by this system ever, ever gets what they really want, which is not well, well, rights. right. Right. I they, would
2: agree, but I mean you 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 up, you you know, you fall into the trap of like a um uh, utilitarian, you know, viewpoint on it where it's like, well, would you rather be completely rejected and getting, you know, bullied? And Oh, no, like no, that? no. If you
1: mean, like, to save your own self, hop that lily pad as much. I just told you at the beginning of this, I'm getting unemployment that I am going to take and take and take and leave when they give me what I, what I am supposed to be given. That's, right, right. That's, I feel the very much the same way about anything. If you can get someone to stop hitting you, do it. I don't yeah, care. Right, right, right. But, 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 If you want to make it, and the point of the political theory that me and my friend are putting together is to dismantle the system, we have no intention of doing anything else other than dismantling the system. We won't, of course, because we're two individuals, but perhaps we get a million, two million along with us, and we could start. My whole thing is no, from the perspective of if you really what these justice groups really want is consciousness. What they really want is to be able to actualize themselves, to be able to understand themselves, to be in an unhindered way, advance themselves, things like that. This is what we all want, and some of us are able to do it more than others, just by nature. And so I would say, anytime you're playing within a system that has these particular rules that force you, by advancing, to continue to conform, you are giving away your freedom, you are ceding your freedom, you are ceding your actualization to me.
2: I don't right, know. Right. It, it yeah. It creates a, you can go back to paternalism. It creates a paternal relationship between if, if you marginalized want, groups cops, the state.
1: if you want cops telling you what rights you have, it doesn't sound like you have a rights movement to me. It sounds yeah, like, right. it sounds like you're just trying to convince the bully to stop hitting you for this particular reason. It's not a rights movement. That's not winning. Right. You don't win. Yeah. You just didn't yeah. lose. Right. And I'd like to yeah. win. I use the gay
0: community as a reference, though. Think of the gay community 50 years ago. Sure. They're buying up slums. They're all getting together, pooling their resources together. Right. And building up all these little enclaves. And them now, all of those enclaves are the most expensive property, like in whatever state they're in. And now those gays and,
1: will begin to oppress other groups of people and cause this cycle to con- Do You know what I mean? It's like, that's. Yeah. I mean, if, yes, if your goal in a justice movement is to make your particular group the wealthiest, go ahead and do it. <laughs> I mean, go ahead and do it. It doesn't really seem like you're going to be able to get to that point where you are unhindered in your self-advancement. I don't what? know. I mean, unless you, unless that's what your self-advancement is, I want to be a gay landlord. I mean... A gay, yeah, gay sorry, owner. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's right. And we must say, of course, by the way, what a fucking own that was. Shout out to the UN for coming up with its its term, its gender-neutral oh, terminology. One of them was landlord, and the gender-neutral of landlord was owner. Yeah. I, I, I saw that. shit. Insane. No, that. no, it car. Like, uh, it's the first sane thing I've heard in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: uh,
0: I saw that. It was like right after uh, a tweet from some uh, commie about landlords. It should have <laughs>
1: just. It should have just said cop. It should, just all of them should have just said cop. Every single one of them should have just said cop. Oh, uh, man. Um, oh yeah. What I
0: was gonna ask you is. Like through the cycle of these justice movements, starts off usually with them getting beaten up, getting killed, getting robbed. Right. You know, like I'm, I'm thinking like in the context of, let's say, the the gay community. Right. The Canaanites. Um, I was
1: thinking the Canaanites, but you know.
0: All right. Yeah. That's <laughs> them too. Yeah. And then there is a period from when they're getting beat up, getting robbed, getting you know generally oppressed, like yes. legitimately oppressed. Yes. There's a whole period up until when they're, you know, like right now, where they're generally accepted. Um, you know, there's places in the country that don't, but there's more places that do than don't. And, um, you know, you can get a job, you can get married, you can adopt a kid, you can do whatever, pretty much do whatever you want. Um, but that in-between time where it's still more about rebelliousness and being a community being so like you know relying on each other they, they they have their own subculture they have their own styles they have their own language that's right um i i think if they could just freeze like i'm thinking like in the 70s and 80s you know uh you know where like Go, walk into a gay club everybody's doing Coke everybody's like you know, fucking each other in the bathroom that would like, be they're a generally lot of fun, more Aaron.
1: free. <laughs> well, they're generally uh, more able to express whatever they'd like to be expressing. Sure, yeah. Did you guys I, stop yeah. doing that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you stop fucking your buddies yeah. in the butt and stop taking ecstasy. No, I mean seriously, I,
3: that doesn't happen
1: anymore. You
0: can't go to a drag show or a gay club and have that be acceptable behavior.
1: No, you can't. Really? No, you really can't. No, no yeah, I mean, he's right. I've been to a whole lot of gay clubs. This It's really true. It's not as... Although, poppers are pretty fucking big, my friend. So, yeah, yeah. The, the, there's still a really big... Gay subculture. Yeah, but that's for, for like the use. after
0: party at somebody's house. I know. What are you they're trying a, to say? You,
1: yeah. Well, no, they're not whippets. They're poppers. But I guess they're,
0: they're amphetamine. Yeah, they're oh. an
1: amphetamine. It's not really. It's a legal amphetamine, and 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 not, I don't know anything about them because I never tried them. But from what I understand, they whip.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they are in a sense whippets.
1: They are in sense whippets. That's absolutely right, Aaron. What I would tell you is what the theory that my friend and I have been coming together with is that we do not place. The action in the hands of any particular individual, we mostly place the actions in the hand of the state. Um, and the commodifying force, this thing which forces people not only to commodify, but also to, I guess, conform in general, uh, is not the individuals themselves. It's it's the state. It, it is the state through various modifications in its either behavior or institutions, what it teaches, what it tells people, all things like that. It modifies itself in order to bring more groups in, the groups now, don't necessarily conform. Right, right the groups now, don't necessarily conform. You're by to ch- the left
0: of me, I have to ask you right. to define your terms. What do you mean, the state?
1: Well, when we talk about the state in particular, I'm talking about the American system, which I've talked about is uh, 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 whatever the entity is which causes the nationalizing and commodifying force in this country, in this culture. That's what we're talking about.
2: Right. So, so like, I think an example to me that would stick out with that, Aaron, is like, you know, if you see a police car with like a rainbow flag on the side of it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, hey, we're the state, but we're cool because we're okay with the LGBT community because yeah. we have a flag on the side of the car, but we'll still come into your house and shoot you while you're asleep yeah. in the middle of the night. But it, but it's not because we hate freedom. We're the good guys. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's why it's insidious. Oh
1: yeah, It is. There's, there's, we now, what's interesting is we haven't gotten into LGBTQ stuff yet, but I think we could probably find a lot of areas where those groups were commodified and brought in. We were mostly focusing right now on, uh, between Reagan and Obama. That period of time, the groups which, uh, themselves fell into this commodifying Uh, 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 cycle. That's what we've been focusing on so far, and mostly class groups. But I think we could find, I mean, we did do the Black Panthers, actually. So we did do a race group. And more or less the same thing. One of two things seems to happen. The commodifying force seems to always win. And one of two things seems to happen. Either the group conforms, or the group uh, is made into a mockery of itself. Kind of like, I don't know, Marx had that idea that the Second Revolution is always a parody. Um, that's what I've noticed, at least in this, is most of the time you have your first revolution, the genuine grassroots revolution, and then either the second time the group has conformed or the revolution becomes a joke of itself. Uh, and that seems to be what occurs most of the time with most of these groups. I can't think of a group that didn't conform and isn't a complete joke that is past its point of development. There's a lot of groups that are still developing that we're still trying to figure out, are they going to conform? Are they going to dissipate? Are they going to take over the system? It's usually never that third one from what I can find, although it may rarely. Yeah, I'll, happen.
2: I'll, I'll say, you know, I mean, I'll say that a, a very prime example of that, you know, and, and everybody can just unfollow me now, but the, the boogaloo boys, you know, yeah, I mean, these guys right. out here in Yeah. Yeah, Hawaiian shirts and and rifles out, you know, not doing anything. Right. I mean, are you about it or are you not about it? You know, like when are you going to cross that line? They're
0: 511 shirts and they're fucking. (laughs) And now things. Yeah. They're American flag patches. That's right. Whatever else. Are you
3: you specifically referencing that as like almost a rebirth of the 90s militia movement that did in fact like kind of do some things.
2: Well, I mean, sort of, but I mean, did they really like, you know, know, I mean, it's like the meme They, you know, they certainly uh, like were a hassle for the ATF and the FBI to deal with, but like, you know, it's, you know, arguably the last American soldier that died for freedom is is Timothy McVeigh. Right. I mean, that's, (laughs) that's, you know, that's, (laughs) I mean, but, but
1: what the fuck there's been some I, wild things I, I, said on earth i was there's gonna say but that but that's
2: <laughs> but that's the meme right i mean that's yes that's, you know that's that's the meme
0: <laughs> yes it's a meme it's a meme yeah it's <laughs> a meme
1: right it's a meme <laughs> like i totally I I, it's a meme i totally don't know people who think that way <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. well, well oh, right. but like you look at what's going on right now i mean they you know and, and you've got guys uh, you, you know like like the the problem that the red team has because I beat up on the on the blue team earlier. The problem that the red team has is that they recognize some of these problems and they say, "Hey, look, we're not actually that free. You know that you guys are surveilling everything. It's it's a police state surveillance system. It's pervasive. It, it, it's it's all encompassing. But unlike the like 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 you said, Aaron, like fifty years ago, lgpq community started making big moves in like reality, like purchasing real estate." developing communities. And they're like, to be honest, kind of a dominant force today because they looked at a situation and they said, we're, we're going to be active about this and take proactive measures to ensure that, you know, we are not marginalized in the same way that we are currently marginalized.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that definitely is the thing about the like the, the kind of the boogaloo thing is like, it isn't, nece- it's necessary. Oh, it's almost necessarily defensive. And, you know, there's only there's only so much you can do there.
1: You muted Lee.
2: Yeah, Lee, you're muted. There you yeah, go. The, the the you know, the red team is like, hey, you know, we don't like all this stuff. You're muted for some reason. <laughs> nice track car.
3: <laughs>
2: I wasn't sure if that was me or uh.
3: yeah.
2: Birdie can still be. Yeah, they're, they're, right? they're just not taking positive steps yeah, towards okay. it.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, but what are the positive steps they can take other than, like, getting into a firefight with a SWAT team?
2: Well, right. By positive steps, I don't mean, like, good. I mean, uh, you know, taking, uh, I mean. you know, Lee, legitimate actions or yeah, courses. Yeah, yeah. Being
1: proactive. Lee may or may but, not allegedly be involved in an industry which does present alternatives outside of the system entirely, including things like downloadable guns.
2: Uh, <laughs> right. I guess. Yeah. Cause you know, like I see it, you know what I mean? Like I, I interact with these guys and they, they talk big game and it's like, Oh man, we're going to do this. And, but that's a legitimate you know,
1: solution. I believe that's a legitimate, uh, uh of course,
2: of course, market. of course, like, like, yeah, violence is not an illegitimate solution. If it wasn't, no, I don't mean solution, that. Okay. But, Lee,
1: I, you may be not understanding me. I just mean the guns. I just mean the guns. I don't mean necessarily the violence. I mean the ability to be able to acquire... um, Downstream from the guns. Self-defense. Self-defense. Self-defense, Aaron. We'll call it self-defense.
0: Even better. I I would say even better collective defense.
1: That's a beautiful way to put it. That's called war.
2: Collective defense is a good term.
1: (laughs) That's called war. Uh, No. Um, No, it is. And that's a legitimate solution, which one way or another, whether or not the... Notions around it become commoditized. The service, the utility of it, remains an autarkic service, an autarkic yeah. feature, more or it's- less autarkic. It's obviously you need to buy the printing supplies from people, but I mean, this is a massive advancement on on uh, from anything we've had before. That to me is a legitimate solution. I'm not sure about most others. That's a legit. The internet, another thing. A legitimate solution. This is a real step away. To your point,
0: Bird, that can't be commodified.
1: Well, it here's the weird thing. It can, but its utility can never be absolutely purposed towards.
3: Right, it can never be like monopolized. That's right, because exclusively.
1: That's right, because the internet is most certainly commoditized. Not in just the things on it, but the internet itself is commoditized. The internet itself. But it doesn't. Oh, right. I was
0: talking about three uh, D printing. 3D, well,
1: like- we'll we'll see. I mean, I
2: hope that
1: three
0: D yeah, printing but, but
2: gets it, to the it, point. It goes back to you know not needing an external source. like That's a, right. a trendy corporation. That's like, mainly like, uh, what I care about. Making a sandwich for the husband. That's right. The free you know? like People just like that our software community has been, has been
3: non-commoditized for 30 yeah. years, 40 years. And at even, that point. Like, and even but, if it,
1: again, even if it becomes that way, the utility, and there's still, of there's the still machine. other,
3: that's right. You, know, you need just one. Anytime, there has anytime, to anytime be- you want to get it. Anytime somebody wants to make like a, uh, you know, I, and I'm not making, I'm not making a bad example out of it. Cause I like, I like Red Hat, but you know, when they want to make a commoditized enterprise level, uh, Linux or something like that, well, there's still all the other Linuxes, and anybody is free yeah. to pick up and, and move as they, please. Um, And I think that's something that's like the, I think that this is why I think the peer to peer, like the FOSS community is the answer to what you're talking about. For sure. It's,
1: it's, 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 it is the, to me, it is the material answer. There needs to be a lot of changes as far as the way people think, the way people behave. There's a lot of, but the material thing is covered there at least, which I've found it easier to take on that nationalizing force than the commodifying one. And I'm pretty much convinced that if you take one down, you have to take the other down as in one crumbles, the other crumbles. They have to support one another. It may not even be two separate things, but I would have to be convinced of that. Well, hopefully we can present the paper to you and convince you of it. (laughs) I mean, when the time comes, but, but yeah, I, I feel like if the nationalist part is easier to take down, at least what I mean by that is think about the internet. There is no way in this country, in the United States of America, and if there is, a vast majority of the culture has fallen away and we need to get the fuck out of this country because anything could happen. There's no way the internet could get shut down. There's no way. I am beyond the point of believing the United States government is, first of all, capable, second of all, willing to do something of that nature. So what does that imply? Well, it implies there will always be a space which the state cannot get into, does not want to get into and force, at least in as far as we can see in the near future. And that's enough time to act. Um, If you can get other things into people's hands, that number one, convince them to love it as much as people love the internet which people who can print shit at home will love that fucking thing when it starts printing knives and spoons and all kinds of useful household shit. And then they go one day, wait, this thing can print a gun? Do you know what I mean? There's all of these little things that could come. Anytime we can get more decision-making ability into the hands of any individual, the better, as far as I'm concerned. It is, because I'm pretty sure the state is a pernicious and maybe even omniscient force that sort of just always will exist. And so the best that we can do is to separate people as much from it, and once the separation occurs, the voluntary part can occur. People can come back into it. Once they've made their decisions and they have their own personal autonomy, then they can come back into a system where there is collective defense by a third party. Perhaps. I don't know. But we need to get there first. And right now, there's so few Zoom would have been a great one for working, for example. You stay at your home and you work, or you go to the coffee shop and you work. Now your workplace is portable. Now that's another thing that's been removed from, number one, geography, number two, the state, number three, commoditization, whatever. It's just little things, little things. And I think the internet is a big one, like Carr says. I mean, the internet is the only ticket we have so far to a whole realm that can't be touched. And anything that can be put on there can be protected and safeguarded from that thing anything that can go on there can ultimately be protected from the state anything that you can put on there books or or plans of action or pictures anything and that's huge money baby money yeah yeah anything anything man anything and it's it's so huge and i don't need to tell our listeners that but it's it is
2: huge but i mean how do you how do you deal with the threat of you know, weaponizing other internet users for the power of the state. I mean, this—the coronavirus, all this stuff—has been really alarming because you look at members of the community, people that are like your neighbors, live live in the next neighborhood, whatever, who are, you know, calling the police on people like going to the playground. Jesus, yeah. You know, I mean, the internet empowers always, that too. They're, yeah, they're yeah. All, that,
0: there's always. I, I be wouldn't that. worry about that though. I would. I because- would neither,
1: to be honest, but.
0: They don't have lasting power. There's only so much time you can go arguing, hey, you need to stay in your house. You need to never work again. You need you need to wear a mask all the time like that. That's a self-defeating argument.
2: Ultimately. Well, um, well I don't just mean relative to coronavirus. I mean, relative to whatever is, is going well, on at whatever time, th- like if, if there's, you know, some some just movement generally against, speaking
3: bad yeah. organization. Right.
2: organization I mean, of bad well,
1: Lee just pointed out the worst organization possible. Your neighbor. And I don't I don't mean that to be funny. What I mean is your neighbor is your biggest threat. And that's why they should be your best fucking friend on the planet, because they are your biggest threat. And ultimately, the point of the Internet is is absolute freedom. Somebody wants to call the cops on you. Guess what? We can't stop that either. We can't stop that either. And I'll tell you what, I'd still rather live in that world than a world where I don't have that out. The potential where yeah. I, you know, I will get the cops called on me anyway if I'm fucking around. But at least I can yeah, do other could stuff. Yeah, they just
3: easily do it on the phone. I yeah. mean, they could do. Yeah,
1: Ka-
2: right. I, mean, I mean, Karen, Karen I, I agreed, but, the, the most
3: but,
1: yeah, pernicious force, right. Lee. The most pernicious force is Karen. Let us remember. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, certainly, certainly, but I mean, you have to. I mean, there's two two sides to that. I mean, you you have to question the motivations there because uh, ostensibly, the Karens of the world think they're not right, but they think that they're looking out for like. the health and well-being and the safety of the herd. Which is precisely why,
1: if you make friends with that person, they can be persuaded into your way of thinking. Because they care about you, or they think they do. They care Mm -hmm. about you. They want to make sure things are orderly and everybody's safe and fine. You shouldn't rebuff these people. You should make friends with these people. Get them into your network. Skip is one of the most awesome dudes on the fucking planet. First of all, I don't have to... I mean, the free rifleman. Most people know, listen, already who Skip is. But Skip... And I talked for a long time, I think it was might have been that first episode, car when you weren't there, but we talked for a long time about getting to know your neighborhood, getting to have plans of action with your neighborhood, making as many friends as you possibly can. If your neighbor likes you, they're not going to fucking rat on you. You got to you know what I mean? I, I let let's be honest here. If I don't know Lee, you 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 say that with your cynical tilt of the head, but you rely on a lot of people on your daily basis. And sure people can be turned at any time. Sure they can. But I'd rather have the chance of going, do you trust me or the three brutes who knocked on your door and asked where I was? Who do you trust more? Who do you want to help more? And I think eventually right, you make right, friends.
2: Right. Sure. And- so the internet is is more capable than ever, probably at you know, allowing self autonomy for people. I mean, you have peer to peer money in the term of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies right. and things like that. And it comes with that you
1: consequence have, of sometimes people use self autonomy for things we don't like.
2: Right. And you, you have a distributed manufacturing in the form of 3D printing, Right. you know, all these things, uh, people who, who probably would never have crossed paths, who share a similar worldview in terms of freedom and liberty mm. are able to, you know, communicate. But you kind of have to ask, are you... More or less free in 2020 than you were in 1980, when not every house had the internet and IoT devices all through your house.
1: I would say so, and I would say so unequivocally, And but this is for me, and I can't tell you whether or not you feel freer, but I know that I live in a world today where information is available to me at any second. I can type in anything I want and learn pretty much anything I want. Obviously there's bad information out there, but I have the ability to seep through some certain stuff and get to good stuff for me. I was talking about freedom being a form of self-actualization before for me, knowledge sure. is a form of self-actualization. Yes. Unequivocally, I feel freer than I would have at a time when there was no internet. Now okay. somebody like Ted Kaczynski would not be convinced of such a thing. Of course.
2: Well, right. But, but like, like what you're, like, I mean, what you're saying makes sense in the, in the, the idea that like to you, freedom is the ability to seek information and uh, seek self-actualization. Right, right, right. Of to me,
1: to a general, it is anything. It is being able to blank, that's in my right. opinion is ultimately being able to blank because there are many many things in the way of your being able to blank not just the state of course culture sure, gets but, but in if, the way but if the
2: internet is mm. the you know commodity that pays for that are you falling victim to that commoditization trap that the LGBT community has fallen into
1: I would say I mean, no because ultimately the 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 other factor the nationalistic factor does not come into play for me on the internet the internet has done nothing to convince me of towing the state's line. Maybe it does for some people, but it doesn't for me. I'm sure again, the state has every ability to use the internet for its marketing purposes, to make the internet cool and hip whatever it needs to do. It can do that as well. The the I think the internet provides a realm of a, a space, not not a, a, it's hard to say. The things on the internet are what we should be talking about, not the Peer-to-peer transferability—that is a pure utility which can well, it, be used for any. It purpose. provides
3: it provides a way to communicate with people that that uh, around the world that you that that you wouldn't otherwise ever meet, and uh, and particularly for those in niche communities, that's a that's a very freeing thing.
1: I know a lot of people who use the Tor browser who are in North Korea and parts of China where they're not allowed to use the internet for example. So for them, that is a legitimate kind of freedom. Now we were only talking about the American system and I will remain that way because I do not believe the Chinese system is anything like the American system in the way that it commodifies in the way that it's a totally different system. So we just go to our culture, the one we know. Yeah, this is when you create new spaces, new things can happen in those spaces. States can arise in those spaces, but those spaces in and of themselves remain those spaces. And we don't have a space for freedom right now, because unfortunately reality, you know, geography, things as presented, people can get to you. People can tell you to do things physically because everybody fears death. If nobody feared death, the threat, the state wouldn't exist either. <laughs> There's no, you know what I mean? Or locked in a cage still, or even, or just, uh, you know, an embarrassment, any, anything. It could be any number of things. And again, the state fades and you still have pernicious, and repressive forces that exist. The state is just one of them. And I
0: think... They're way more manageable, way more localized. With,
1: with an yeah. internet, with an internet, mm-hmm. that... If, if, if the state is a virus, the internet is an antibody. They can't occur at the same time. They simply can't. You can go onto the internet to areas which are monitored, perhaps, but to that notion of being able to go onto... Does not exist anywhere else. I mean, unless you want, you have a private island that no one knows about, Lee. Which, if you do, let your boy know. But it it, it, it presents. Why did he?
3: Why did Lee just wink wink right, right there?
1: <laughs> because he may or may not have a uh, uh, maybe he maybe he calls it a sexy island. I don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he. calls Yeah, it. I mean, this is yeah, sexy island is, is is just you know excluded from all of this. I mean, that's what anyone knows out it's there. It's oh, not of course, the right. island is there a bag.
0: No, yeah. but no,
2: but there's a yeah.
1: no, but there's a temple. There's a strange temple that we yeah. still don't know why it's there. The fabric <laughs> oh, yeah. temple. A temple, maybe to 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 perhaps to Zeus. We're not sure. We're not quite sure. Anyway, Lee, I hope my point is demonstrated. It just presents a new space that we've never had before. And while I agree with you, things that occur within that space present us with the same old problem as they used to in a different space. I'll still take that different space. Because as as far as I could tell, ultimately, nobody can jail me on that space. Somebody could jail me here and prevent me from using that space. But on that space, pretend that I only existed in that space. Who's stopping me?
2: Well, right, right. But I mean, nobody could jail, you know, Galileo in a book, but they still fucking killed him.
1: No, I I, no, they absolutely could jail Galileo in a book because they could touch him. I mean, that's it's huge to me. That's it's just huge to me that space is a part of this, that we've never before had space out. We've human beings have created space. I don't know if, if that's if people realize that with the Internet, but it is an alternate reality in every sense of the word. And it will become more and more of that as we approach this very strange future. We're heading towards with AR and VR and, you so, know, just plug and in. Joe and Biden. Out.
0: Bird, so, yes. As a clairvoyant anthropologist, how developed do you think we are in term, in the context of the internet? Is it, is, is it in its infancy? Does it have a way to go?
1: This is an evolutionary development in the way that we used to have tails. And one day, we won't have that tail anymore, and we'll be human beings and not monkeys. And right now, and I know this might sound funny, but I read Homo Deus. I know what happens to human beings in 4,000 years. Uh, it, it, this is an evolutionary advancement. Your cell phone might as well be a part of your body, right? I mean, like,
2: I, I have this... Yeah, this is, but that's like, that's like Elon Musk, like, transhumanism.
1: Well, Elon Musk's transhumanism is like a, a very strange draped over form of platonism that's been done and done over again and over again and over again and over again and baudrillard talked about the hyperreality and you're familiar with that and he's just saying the same things i mean this is all this has been coming for a long time this is theories from the 50s and 60s i mean this is not particularly new. Marshall McLuhan was talking about the fact that we'd be stuck in virtual reality long before the matrix was written. I mean, this is, it's, it's, it's unprecedented. I think it's just like this national lockdown was an unprecedented thing. We didn't know it could fucking happen. This is unprecedented, this new space of reality that exists. And so Aaron, to answer your question, uh, to me, it's like asking, you know, how long, how long is this monkey into becoming a human being? I have no idea. I just know pretty much everything eventually goes away, but the things that it was useful for never do, you know, why would ev- people ever want to on mass as human beings give up mass communication ever? They wouldn't, it's not possible. It's never turning around yeah. ever, never. It's not. So this is evolutionary. We've developed this as an inseparable part of human nature. As what would you general. compare
0: it to as far as other advancements? The-
1: printing press probably and, right. and even that johan and even yo shout out to johan shout out to, Johann, shout out to the, the german the german gutenberg shout out to him
3: germans just
1: doing just doing great shit. stuff all nah. the time never not once did a great thing
3: virtually no period in history has ever featured a bad german regime jesus
1: christ they might be some of the worst people who've ever existed <laughs> <laughs> oh lord no but yeah i would say it is uh, in the way that I could imagine us having this conversation over ye old pint in the 1500s when we find out Janus Gutenberg printed the press. We would, I'd be looking at all of you and going, do you not understand? Plato was complaining forever about the written word wiping our memories away, about the written word being inscribed and becoming our memory. The written word is our memory now. And in the 15th century when Gutenberg is printing that press, I would be looking at you going, well, here it is. This is our human advancement. We don't need memory anymore. We have books. And you know what? It's kind of fucking true. You look now, how often have you needed to remember something that was on the internet at the very least? In the same way that how often would you need to remember something that's in a book? You just kind of need to remember it's in that book. And then you can go and find exactly what you need. And the internet is even simpler. You just Google that book and then you go... Oh man, there was a thing in that and you could find anything. It's like the printing press. I would say in a way that the book or the written word is an inseparable part of what it means to be human. Mass communication is becoming that as far as I can see.
3: My brain is going to explode. Bert.
1: I know. And it's pretty late for you there. Trendo, uh, yeah. you got an early sleep schedule cause you eat a lot of olives and play a lot of volleyball. And I understand mm-hmm. that. And I respect
2: that. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, olives are good. They are delicious. Olives are delicious. They're
1: delicious. They're frankly, olives they're fantastic.
2: The Aaron, German delicacy.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course they are. That's right. The, the old classic German olive.
3: Classic potato. German dish. Just olives. <laughs> just eat these olives.
1: Eat those olives. Well, Car uh do you have anything you'd like to say about the hyper reality or the future?
3: No, but I would like to say something about Childerberg. It is Fuck on yeah. it is this weekend. Uh it is down at Mule Shoe uh Recreational Center outside on uh, uh, the Colorado River west of Austin. Can we get some uh, can we
1: get some specific details on that? Is that on the website perhaps?
3: Yeah, it's on Schilderberg.com. Right, go ahead
1: and talk to them about it. I'll find it.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's on uh, Schilderberg.com or just go follow Jacob uh, at Childerberg uh on Twitter. Um so we're all getting down there, I think either Friday night, uh, well, most people are getting down there Friday night and some people are going to trickle in Saturday and maybe Sunday even now, Friday is uh, the
1: May 23rd until the 26th. I want it to be known May 23rd yeah. until the 26th at the Mule Shoe Bend Recreational Center. Like Car said, please go to the Childeberg website and just sign up for the newsletter. It makes this a lot easier for everybody. Yeah. Do that. Mm-hmm. It's cool that it's on the same days. That's pretty dope. So I hope you guys have a good time. Wait, are you going to be recording by the next time? Like after Childeberg, oh, I'm shit. confused. So, because because then we need a pre-Childeberg episode. All right, we're gonna have to get a pre-Childeberg episode. Yeah, we right? might have to
3: do that. Might, might have, have to, to get a pre-Childeberg that. episode in. Yeah, but that's all. Uh, I think that's all I got. Oh
1: man, Aaron, how's your? Uh, uh, why don't you plug Gfy Industries and your boss and all that?
0: Yeah, go fuck yourself, LLC.
1: Um,
0: go fuck yourself.
1: That's but, uh, it. That's perfect. That's great. I that needs to be it, I I I can't believe I never thought that before, but the perfect <laughs> logo for Go Fuck Yourself Industries is Go Fuck Yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it, it's perfect. It's perfect. And Lee well, well, No, no, Aaron, you get one plug. That's it. Lee <laughs> Um I, I wanna
0: plug uh the the mascara I'm gonna put on, get okay. my get my cry
1: on. Good. And then, uh, oh
0: yeah, lube. yeah, okay. Sure, that's, yeah.
3: Right. Crank, that's right, that's right. The, the yeah. lube down. I'm
1: gonna be Using the while low, I cry, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, right? You want to plug those? And, uh, you will live streaming. plug your mindset, plug your whole mindset while you're at it. <laughs> what kind of mindset do you live in, Aaron? What animal, perhaps, from the alpine regions, the boreal regions of the world? What mindset oh, the, do you like to live?
0: See the moose. See the moose mindset means, yeah, I, I could not cry and masturbate all night. <laughs> well, I have, you, I have the yeah, choice not yeah, to. Yeah, you could, but, but, going
3: but you're going to. <laughs> but the noble moose always will.
1: <laughs> that's the yeah, that is ultimately the moose mindset is you could, you could not, but
3: you will. <laughs> but you will, because that's what the noble moose must do.
1: That's what yeah. it must do. There you go. And Lee, every plug you have, uh every every weapon you
2: can yeah. get us to download. yeah, Right, <laughs> right. Uh best website in the world, nblockpress.com. Uh you know, made some upgrades there, got some cool stuff going on. It's E-N-B-L-O-C press.com you can go read up on uh, news 3d printing things like that that's uh, at inblock press on Twitter and Instagram
1: well, there you go car camping why don't you uh
2: yeah well uh, put I'm those
1: gonna gloves be on
3: these two hands on the wheel on the way shoulder bird
1: squaw ladies and gentlemen squaw